0: Welcome to The Journey Home, perfecting the art of connection through internal family systems. Hi, my name is Angela Carter and I'm your host. I'm the author of Give a Flying F About Your Thoughts, They Matter and Releasing Trauma with Love. I'm also the creator of the Advancing Heart Protocol, a process to activate the parasympathetic nervous system to create safety in the body and then release and recode its emotional charge. I'm the director of the Consinity Group, which hosts three therapeutic services, the Trauma Release Center, a neuroscience-based therapeutic service, the Phenomenal Therapist, an online self-led IFS group therapy community, and consinity where i support health professionals to thrive in their jobs and their lives through the integration of internal family systems now some would describe me as a mother a grandmother a daughter sister friend therapist even a lover but i describe myself as a sacred being a warrior of the truth and a status quo disruptor you see i'm really passionate about everyone having access to up-to-date therapies and interventions that return them to their natural state I call it the journey home. I'm an IFS informed practitioner and have over 100 hours of training under my belt and I've also been in the trenches and done my own work and it's an ongoing journey. I'm not a purist when it comes to models but I do love IFS and I integrate IFS into most areas of my work. For those of you that don't know anything about internal family systems or IFS as we all call it, IFS assumes that we are multiplicity beings with the healing energy of the self. And the self is the part of you that knows exactly who you are and what you want. It can't be damaged and it already contains the wisdom to heal internal and external relationships. So come on a journey with me and build a deeper connection with your inner world to illuminate the directions towards the life of your dreams through sacred messages and internal family systems. I bring you this podcast to connect with your sacred warrior, to attune yourself to self-leadership and reveal your innate gifts and call in your ideal reality by accessing and harmonizing parts of your psyche that have claimed your life. So let's begin today's journey. Welcome to today's episode of IFS Sacred Healing and I'm your host Angela Carter and as you'll be aware by now I'm passionate about IFS as it's a very powerful therapeutic model that helps my clients heal by exploring and working with their internal parts and their subpersonalities. Our last episode I talked about what IFS is in terms of a model. It just seemed a natural progression in this episode to talk about the role of an IFS therapist because an IFS therapist plays a crucial role in facilitating a healing process and providing a safe and compassionate space for clients to really explore their internal world. So I'm going to share some of my insights being an IFS therapist myself and the role that I play in therapy, just really exploring the qualities and capacities needed. Needed to be an effective IFS therapist and how by using the model in your private practice can prevent burnout. And so whether you're a therapist interested in learning about IFS or a coach or a leader or even someone just looking for a deeper understanding of this powerful model of healing, this episode is for you. So please sit back and relax and let's dive into the world of internal family systems once again. So what exactly is the role of an IFS therapist? So the therapist's role in IFS is to help your client identify and work with their different parts or their sub personalities, which as we already know from previous episodes, can range from protective parts to wounded parts and even healthy parts. We never exclude healthy parts because they hold qualities and capacities for healing. So you might ask, well, how does a therapist go about doing that? Well, one of the key skills that I believe is needed, and so does the IFS Institute, is the ability to stay grounded and present with a client, even when the client is experiencing intense emotions or inner turmoil. So this means holding space for the client's experience without getting caught up in it yourself. And you might think, well that sounds pretty challenging. How do you maintain a grounded presence when you have a dysregulated client in front of you? Well it takes practice and also ongoing self-care which we know in the um, <laughs> care industry we're not always that great at. So in IFS, we call this quality self, which basically just refers to the core of the person's capability of being compassionate and curious towards themselves and their clients. And so the therapist has to have the ability to access their self. It's essential in helping clients access and work with their own self which is their healing energy, their innate wisdom and another important skill for a therapist is to facilitate the dialogue between the client and their parts And this means helping the client get to know their parts understanding their concerns and needs and establish a really good relationship with them as an IFS therapist the benefits for my clients Our increased self-awareness, improved self-esteem. Self compassion, a greater ability to regulate emotions and manage stress, but also to really connect to their purpose. Often clients come to my practice because they've lost a sense of purpose. Who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? And so IFS is a really empowering model. It helps clients to really develop a, a greater sense of agency and, and control over their lives. So we do need to have a range of qualities and capabilities and also capacities to use this model in our therapeutic practice effectively. So I have an amazing IFS supervisor who's been working with this IFS model for two or three decades. And in our supervision, we're exploring different capacities of the therapist. And so one of the capacities as an IFS therapist is to trust in the process. I have a deep trust in internal family systems and its capacity for clients to access their self and heal their parts. And so this trust allows me to hold space for the client's process Without having to try and fix or change it, and to really have the confidence in the client's ability to heal and transform themselves. Also, focus is really important because focus is really just maintaining that focus around the client, being attentive in the presence of the client, and even in the face of intense emotions or difficult parts that you may be working with in a session. And so this focus allows you to stay connected with a client's process and guide them through it with clarity and compassion. Another key capacity is understanding. You really need to deeply understand the IFS model and how it can be applied to different clients and situations. There's a lot of nuances within the model and so this understanding allows you to tailor your approach to your clients unique needs and their concerns and to provide effective support and guidance throughout the healing process as you really get to understand the model you can see it can be integrated into many other models if you get to really understand its foundations and its framework you can see how other models, when integrated, are highly effective and have a powerful healing component to them. But there's also the capacity around activation, awareness, and averting. So, an IFS therapist is skilled at recognizing and working with the activation of parts in clients. They can help the client stay grounded and present even in the face of challenging emotions or memories even if the system becomes dysregulated they can guide them through the process of healing these parts with compassion and care bringing the system back to its natural state but also another key capacity is as a therapist to have confidence, confidence in your own ability and in the ability of your own clients to heal and transform because this confidence allows you to be strong and supportive in your presence for your client and then to guide them through the healing process with absolute clarity and compassion. It's also about perspective. So you need to have a broad and compassionate perspective on the client's situation. And you're able to help the client see their parts and their struggles in a new light. And so this perspective allows you to help your client develop new insights and strategies for healing and growth. And another capacity as a therapist is to challenge. So you need to have that willingness to challenge your clients when necessary and to help them confront and work with difficult parts and emotions. Often parts want to take the client away from experiencing this and so as a really skilled therapist you can challenge those parts in a real loving and supportive way. This challenge can be a really important part of the healing process and can help the client move beyond limiting beliefs and behaviours. But as we spoke about before, a real important capacity is presence. As a therapist, you need to be able to maintain a strong and compassionate presence with the client, even in the face, as I said before, of intense emotions, difficult parts, parts that dysregulate, parts that dissociate. This presence allows you to guide the client through the healing process and to help them develop a deeper connection with self. What I love about IFS and being an IFS therapist is exploring my internal world. It's essential in IFS. We believe that the therapist's ability to access their self is crucial in helping the client access theirs and this means that as a therapist we need to have gone on our own personal healing journey and actively working on our own growth and development to continue to build our capacities. So one of the best ways to build the capacities needed for IFS is through experiential practice and this could involve participating in workshops, training or personal therapy sessions using the IFS model. This will help you as a therapist or coach deepen your understanding of the model and your inner world, which is crucial in supporting clients on their healing journey. So in addition to experiential practice, it's also important as a therapist or coach to receive regular supervision from a trained IFS supervisor. This will help identify blind spots, improve skills and receive support in your own personal and professional development. As a professional supervisor myself it's essential to help all the therapists that come to me stay grounded and attuned to their clients needs. In IFS the therapist's ability to stay connected to self as we've already said is key to helping the client do the same and so supervision can provide a safe and supportive space for therapists to process their own emotions and experiences so that they can be fully present and engage with their clients and I want to emphasize yet again that ifs is a powerful model that can help clients access deep healing and transformation but therapists need to approach it with humility curiosity and a willingness to learn and grow themselves they need to stay grounded in their own self-energy be fully present with their clients and that really helps the client feel safe it creates a safe and compassionate space for healing and clients really do feel seen and heard. Now I have a career which spans over 30 years and I've trained in many modalities, all of which have helped my clients. But for me, when I trained in IFS, my therapeutic intervention changed along with my life, and my private practice. And although I had trained in parts work, archetypes and hypnotherapy, there were a few things that were different in IFS. So the components of IFS are not new, but there is uniqueness in how it's integrated as a model and the expectations of the therapist. So firstly, as we know, IFS views individuals as having multiple parts within them, each with their own thoughts, feelings and behaviours. These parts can be protective, wounded or even self-destructive. But we don't pathologize a client. What IFS does is it focuses on helping clients access their self, which is the central, compassionate and calm core of their being. And the self can help clients develop a compassionate relationship with all of their parts, even the ones that they don't like or feel destructive. And then they can help heal them. And so by helping clients access their self, IFS can lead to deep and lasting healing. Second, IFS encourages a collaborative and non-judgmental approach between the therapist and the client's parts. So instead of trying to fix or change parts, the therapist works with them to understand their needs and concerns and to build trust and cooperation. And this can lead to a more balanced and effective therapeutic relationship. And thirdly, as already mentioned, IFS strongly emphasizes the therapist's healing and growth. By helping therapists stay connected to their self, IFS can prevent burnout and compassion fatigue and help therapists maintain a strong and sustainable therapeutic presence. Its unique approach to healing and the emphasis on the therapist's own growth makes it a valuable addition to the field of psychotherapy. Now my professional and personal experience as an IFS therapist has been astounding. My growth has been beyond what I could have imagined and to hold space for clients and be present has literally been a lifesaver and a career saver. I experienced burnout 10 years ago and thought about giving up being a therapist. It was just too much. But when I discovered IFS, it changed my world. I was first a client before I became an IFS therapist. I had no idea that my internal system was hiding and holding on to so much. I had protectors that kept me away from the past but I also had exiles who lived in fear creating a surge of adrenaline through my system on a regular basis. To me this was normal, my sense of normal, my normal so-called self. But I had this taskmaster and this perfectionist critic who kept nagging me to keep going. It kept telling me I wasn't good enough, I needed to know more. And if it wasn't for them, I may not have ever discovered IFS. So I'm grateful to those critics. And as I started to work with my parts, I could see how many of them had showed up in the therapy room with my clients. A part that wanted to do its best. Another striving for a good outcome for my client. Another questioning me if I was doing it right. And the hardest one of all, the critic, who would compare me to other therapists. Boy, was her voice cutting. No wonder I was burnt out, I felt exhausted. Now, one of the ways IFS therapy prevents burnout is by teaching therapists to stay connected to their self. In IFS, we believe that the therapist's ability to access their self is the key to helping clients do the same. I've already mentioned that, But it needs a second and third mention because this means that the therapists who practice IFS regularly work on healing and growth, which prevents burnout and compassion fatigue. And I know that firsthand. So you might ask, where to next if you're interested in IFS as a therapist or for your own personal and professional growth? As IFS is not just for therapists to learn, it's for everyone. It's a great model for leadership, organisational change and coaching. So I would encourage you to get proper training and supervision in IFS. It's a complex and nuanced model, and it's important to have a thorough understanding before using it in a therapeutic or coaching process. I suggest that you work on your healing journey, as this would be invaluable in helping you become an effective and compassionate therapist, leader, or coach. There are good IFS trainings around the world that can be incorporated into your practice. Myself, I offer a one-day workshop as an introduction to the model and a 16-week IFS and somatic embodiment training. Because what I love most about IFS is its framework can be integrated into any therapeutic or coaching models. But the real magic, which makes it stand out from other models, Is it strong emphasis on the therapist or the coach's own healing and growth? This is a game changer which most people overlook. So now let's take the opportunity to work with your therapist, leadership or coaching parts in this brief IFS practice. So begin by finding a comfortable and quiet place to sit or lie down. Take a few breaths, allowing yourself to relax and let go of any tension in your body. And now bring to mind the part of you that is a therapist. This part of you may be curious, compassionate and wise. Take a moment to notice how this part of you feels in your body. Does it have a particular sensation or energy? Notice any thoughts or feelings that come up as you connect with this part of yourself. this part of you to step forward and take center stage. Offer it a warm welcome and let it know that it has your full attention. Ask this part of you what it needs, what its concerns are and how you can support it. Listen deeply without judgment or expectation. Now bring to your mind the part of you that is a leader. This part of you may be confident, decisive and visionary. Take a moment to notice how this part of you feels in your body. Does it have a particular sensation or energy? Notice any thoughts or feelings that come up as you connect with this part of yourself. Now invite this part to step forward and take center stage. Offer it a warm welcome. Let it know it has your full attention. Ask this part what it needs, what its concerns are, and how you can support it. Listen deeply without judgment or expectation. Finally, bring to mind the part of you that is a coach this part of you may be supportive, encouraging and empowering. Take a moment to notice how this part of you feels in your body. Does it have a particular sensation or energy? Notice any thoughts or feelings that come up as you connect with this part of yourself. Now invite this part of you to step forward and take center stage. Offer it a warm welcome and let it know it has your full attention. Ask this part of you what it needs, what its concerns are, and how you can support it. Listen deeply without judgment or expectation. As you continue to connect with these parts of yourself, notice any shifts or changes in how you feel. Allow each part to have its own space and voice and offer it compassion and understanding, remembering that all parts of you are valuable and important. And that by connecting with them in this way you can create a more integrated and balanced self. When you're ready, take a few breaths and slowly open your eyes and remember that you can come back to this practice at any time to connect with your therapist, leadership and coaching parts. Thank you for journeying with me today, and if you like this episode, you can subscribe, like or share it with your friends, loved ones and colleagues. If you want to stay connected with me or to find out a little bit more about what I do, you can find me at my three websites, traumareleasecenter.com, consinity.co and phenomenaltherapist.com. You can also connect with me at my Facebook, Phenomenal Therapist, The Journey Home. And if you'd like to purchase any of my books, you will find them on Amazon. And if you would really like to continue this journey and receive a complimentary digital copy of my book, please feel free to contact me at any of the websites that i've mentioned i also have a free resource for you if you'd like to experience the internal family systems journey in the comfort of your own home and again you will find that at phenomenaltherapist.com if you want to access affordable live group ifs therapy join our journey home community You will find us at phenomenaltherapist.com. So thank you for taking the time to share this journey with me. Until the next time, listen for those sacred messages.